Welcome to Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. This show is where Dr. Jason Deitch and myself, Jeff Langmaid, give you a front row seat to our conversations with the current influencers, future leaders, and fantastic people involved in our profession. Hey, Smart Chiropractors, welcome to another episode of Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. I'm Dr. Jeff Langmaid here with my co-host, Dr. Jason Deitch. Today, we have the opportunity to sit down and chat with Dr. Peter Osborne. He is a chiropractor. He's an expert in functional nutrition. He's a speaker, an author, and more. We're going to talk a lot of memberships and subscriptions, but before we get there, Peter, thank you for coming on. And where did your passion for nutrition begin? Uh, yeah, I began before chiropractic school, really in weightlifting. I was a, I, I say I was a bodybuilder. I never competed, but I, I loved it. I just loved the physical frame in the body and getting stronger. And uh, nutrition was just so important to that. And that's what led me to chiropractic school. And then from there, I really just expertly shifted and moved into nutrition. Um, so it started out as a self-fashion, but my first patient in, in private practice, or not my very first, but one of them, was a terminal young girl with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, and she had six months. They gave her a six-month death sentence, and um, we changed her diet. I changed her diet to gluten-free. She was allergic to blueberries. It saved her life in six months. She had a permanent port embedded in her arm. Six months, we took it out. Twelve months, she was in full remission, and she graduated college here not too long ago. So that, that was my passion because I knew that nutrition could save somebody's life, not just reduce their pain, not just band-aid their pain, but just save a life. And that that's really where I started really trying to push out and try to reach more people. You know, Peter, I, I feel your passion. We were talking earlier about, uh, you know, sort of doing what you do because it's the right thing to do, not necessarily because it's the most profitable or easiest thing to do. Uh, you've built uh, what appears to be quite a significant nutrition business, even as a chiropractor. I know many chiropractors sort of struggle. They love adjusting. They want to adjust. They may not want to give it up. Um, how do you recommend, do you recommend that there's a way to sort of have the best of both worlds? And, you know, could you give any chiropractors sort of some insight to sort of the business model, the recurring revenue model that does come along with making appropriate recommendations for appropriate supplements at the right time? Again, nobody's talking about selling something people don't need. We're talking about serving people based on their needs. What do you think chiropractors need to know or should know that might make their practices better, more profitable, and more importantly, serve their people at a higher level? Number one, as a chiropractor, you want to ask yourself what you really love and what you're really passionate about, because I think that's, that's the first ingredient. If you are trying to put products in front of people that you don't believe in or that, that really aren't the right fit, they're going to see through that. And you're probably going to chase more people off than you help. So passion has to come first. And then once you've dialed that in and you feel really strongly, you know, business model around your practice, depending on what you want. Like I could have retired my practice years ago. I'm, I'm not in practice per se because I need the income. I'm in practice today because I like to help people and God gave me a gift. And, and so one-on-one -on -one setting for me is is, is using that gift. But around, around the business aspect, if you're, if you're trying, like maybe you're at a point in your career where, where you want to scale back quantitatively how many patients you have to see, then you have to really think about how you can position your passion in an online forum where you're educating and you're in front of people consistently, not once, not twice. You know, sometimes it's 25 views that they have to have in order to buy that product or in order to make that sale or in order for them to actually start to begin to like and trust you. So 
It's about consistency and showing up. And what we have found in our model with gluten-free society, which is my, which is my foundation for, for educating patients about gluten, is the more we give, the more we give back, right? And I have at this point, I have, you know, 15 employees. I have, you know, art, I have writers, I have graphic artists, I have videographers. I've got an entire team of content folks to help me generate consistently content to put in front of people. And that, that didn't start that way. So like, if you're new, we didn't start with 15 employees. We started with me in a back of a closet, you know, typing away on a keyboard, trying to, trying to figure out the internet thing. Um, but, but because I was passionate about it, it, there was nothing that was going to stop me. So Today we have, you know, we have an entire line of over 114 SKUs of supplement products that we sell to help people going and navigating the gluten journey, many of which are, are so it's, it's two ways. So this one way is that you have new people that come in and buy product, they like the product and they just repeat buy it, right? And so that's passive revenue from, from my perspective because I have a team that deals with it all. But then there's also the, the, the recurring revenue models of, of how things can be set up, which is, you know, one of the things we all also offer, and we just modeled Amazon, is they offer, you know, discounts when you subscribe. So it's a subscribe and save platform as well, where people can, you know, they can tap into products they love. If they like them a lot, they can get them on a monthly recurring basis and they save a little bit of money. And then, you know, we have now subscriber base to have guaranteed flow of revenue. And then we just reinvest the revenue back into the company. So I, when I started early, it was, small amounts of revenue, but I would just take that and reinvest it and keep reinvesting it enough. It was not really all that profitable the first year, but you know, once we, once we had a team in place that took a lot of the work off my hands, um, it's now pretty well, a well-oiled machine and it's automated and, um, and we can deliver great content consistently over time to millions of people across the span of the world because we have clients globally. And, uh, and it's just fantastic. I'm reaching so many more people. I love it. There's a lot to dive into there, Peter, from we call it teach and invite consistently. It sounds like you've been on that train from a content production standpoint for a while. I love it. Second component is you touched on e-commerce, recurring revenue, and being able to reduce the day in and day out stress, being able to automate and delegate where appropriately. Uh, we think of that in terms of our smart care store system. We love it. We are on the same page. So many docs out there have never taken that first step. If you think back, what would maybe be one or two items that you would say to a doc who wants to get into the online space, who's interested in e-commerce, who wants to have the uh, freedom associated with some of that passive revenue, but they either don't know where to start or they maybe had a fit and a start in the past. What would maybe be some of the advice that you'd offer or a lesson that you've learned along the way? I'd say number one, hire, hire fast, um, hire coaching, hire consultants, because I, I, when I started, we invested, the first company I built was a, it was called NutraMD and I, and I was partnering with a medical doctor and, um, we were creating a product line that was supposed to bridge the gap between medicine and, and, and supplements and that medicines cause nutritional deficiencies. So we were creating products that would bridge that nutritional deficiency. And we, neither one of us knew what we were doing. And we invested an inordinate amount of money and we lost all that. And the company went a belly up. And the reason why is because it was a terrible product idea. And I didn't know that. And had I hired a consultant and understood marketing a little bit better, I would have understood one fundamental lesson, which is pain cells. You have to, you have to solve a person's bleeding neck issue. They, people that want to take medicine don't want to take supplements too. 
right? So it's not like there is no gap to bridge. We created a, what we thought was a product that fundamentally was a great idea, but there was no marketplace for it. And so hiring coaching uh, was one of the smartest things I ever did because when that company went out of business, I took a product line to a consultant and they, they were like, they shut it down immediately and saved me thousands of dollars in mistakes and really helped guide me. And so, you know, that's where I went back to the drawing board and said, well, really, if, if, if we can't bridge this gap of something I'm really passionate about, which is drug-induced nutritional deficiencies, you know, I'm also really passionate about diet-changing gluten. And so that's where that came from. So like we, we were able now to, to really focus in on that. And you know, people with, with gluten-free diets, we know that if you go gluten-free in a matter of a week time, a week's time, you know, chronic autoimmune pain, you're gonna get 40, 30, 50%, sometimes 80% reduction in pain quick fast. So we solved their bleeding neck issue by giving them that gift of knowledge. And then they, they trust us now. And so now we have a product line and that they trust because they trusted our advice. And so that's what I would say is this going back to passion and going back to hiring somebody to even just see if you have a good idea. Because sometimes what may feel like a good idea is really, it's not marketable and there's not, a, or there's not a market for it. Very true. And, and to your point, uh, you are the best-selling author of No Grain, No Pain. My question is, for those that are sort of, for those chiropractors that are new to this conversation, uh, I know we could go for hours on about what I'm about to ask you. So let's just stay on the top kind of pieces of the puzzle. Can you just sort of talk through what the different pieces of the puzzle are? Somebody goes, you know, maybe sees you on social, watches you, hears you on a podcast. They opt in for your book. How does opting in for a book lead to eventually somebody purchasing a product? They opt in, they get emails. What, what happens from there? How, for those that are new to the sort of sequence, how does that magic happen? Yeah, so I mean, the magic is capturing data. So what data do we want to capture? We want to capture name and email. I mean, that's the simplest data to capture. You don't want to be a creepy spy and follow them around everywhere, but you, you want to be able to say, I have a thing that has value and you have a problem where you need this thing to solve your problem, right? And I'm not going to try to sell you. It's like trying to, you know, there's, it's, there's etiquette. It's date, like dating etiquette, right? You don't, you, don't, you don't try to go to third base on the first date. You don't do that with your sales either, unless you're just an aggressive, you know, that, that people a lot of times are turned off by that. So you, 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 it's kind of a lure. It's, it's not a bait and switch, but it's a, hey, I have something of value. And for us, it was uh, it really was a quiz. We started out with a gluten-free quiz. Am I gluten sensitive? And so it's a series of questions. If they answer yes to them, then we give them an idea as to whether or not there's a possibility that gluten might be part of their problem. And then we, we follow that up with an automation, right? So an automation is a series of digital emails, videos, and content that helps them Say, okay, if you're trying to go gluten-free, here are the, all the ways to do it. Here's a list of all the ways to find gluten in food labels. Here's a video that explains exactly what gluten sensitivity is. Here is a list of recipes that you can use because it can be challenging. Here's a list of foods that you can buy in the grocery store that are going to make your life easier when you're trying to make that transition. Like we're, Again, we're solving all the bleeding neck issues by just delivering value. We're not asking for any money at this point. We're not asking them to become customers. We're just saying we're here to help. And so that's the way it starts. And then you, you, you do get to a point in that relationship where you ask for a kiss, right? Or you ask for, uh, you put a product in front of them, you know, and generally something that is beneficial or helpful. Now, for us, 
That product is called Gluten Shield, which is an enzyme that they can take when they travel or when they eat out and they want to try to reduce the risk of cross-contamination in their food. And so that's, that's something that is helpful for them, right? And so we introduced that as an introduction to our entire product line. We have a bread mix too, a grain-free bread mix that we use. And uh, we do that around holiday time. We say, hey, you know, we know you're trying to make uh, desserts and bread and rolls and all those things that you're trying to replace. Here's the mix and here are all the recipes to do that. So that, that might sound daunting to somebody listening to this who's not even got their feet wet yet, but we didn't start with all those things. We started with a simple quiz and we followed that simple quiz up with just a short series, five or six emails of just good information. Okay. And that, that part's important to have that automated. And it's not hard to do, especially with today's technology. When I started this, there was not, I mean, you didn't have these technological platforms that we do today. But um, the other thing I would say is show up consistently. Um, that's another mistake that, that a lot of the doctors that I have seen make is that they, they have an idea. It's a good idea. They have a, an email sequence. It's a good email sequence. But after it's over, there's zero follow-up. And so they may hit them five times over a week or two weeks, and then there's it's crickets. And in today's world, we're competing so much with everybody, right? We're competing for everyone's attention. They've got the most powerful computer in the world in their hand that you're competing for their attention over that and their families and their work and everything else. So you have to be consistent because it's not about, you're not competing with those things as much as you're just showing up. You're the, the guy tapping them all the shoulder all the time saying, hey, remember me. Hey, remember me. Here's another piece of valuable information. Here's another email. Here's a sale we're having this week. Save some money, right? And so that's, that's how it starts with, with, with one idea, you get it automated, and then you show up consistently. And the way I showed up consistently, and this is where you have to evaluate your own personal skill set. I love video. I can get on video and I can talk all day. And, um, and so for me, it was doing a weekly show and just streaming a weekly show to my Facebook audience, to my YouTube audience, to my Instagram audience, right? And we just live stream that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I can just show up for an hour and it's just part of my schedule. It's just part of my marketing is part of my schedule. And so I don't have to do a major production to show up and answer people's questions and to help give people good nutritional sound advice. So that consistency has led to loyalty in a, in a rather large following. At this point, I think we're up over 250,000 subscribers. And so, um, you know, started out as, as like 100 subscribers, right? And so just consistency and automating, using software to automate are two keys that I would say, if you're, if you're trying to get into this and not be overwhelmed, start there. Very, very well said. I love the point of consistency. The other thing that I want to highlight for everybody listening that you, you, you mentioned, and it's very, very important, is setting aside that time to you schedule that time. It's not something where I'm going to get to it, which never happens. You made it a priority as a result of that. You achieved what you wanted to, right? You were able to take action steps towards that goal by scheduling that time. Absolutely critical. I was taking a look here at uh, Gluten Shield. I have a question on this because one of the things that we really love when docs take uh, advantage of something like this in a positive way is items that are everybody every day, items that have a recurring nature to them because it's great for them and it's great from a business sense as well. Uh, how do you think about recurring products as an expert in functional nutrition? I know sometimes that's prescriptive by nature. There's probably a balance there. But how, how do you think about that balance? How do you think about it from a product and a business perspective? I just would love your thoughts on it. 
the benefit of being a hybrid, so I have a clinic and so I, you know, I, I have a full pharmacy in my practice that I tap into with, with my one-on-ones, but I also have an online business. And so for us, the way we think about it is what best serves the patients, what gets the best results and the best outcomes. But then from there, when somebody's on my online world and they're not part of my practice and, you know, they're not getting one-on-one guidance, what are core products that are, that are something that, you know, they could benefit from just by using every day. And so we have, you know, what we call our gluten-free starter kit, which is a a solid multivitamin, a solid fish oil, an omega-3 fatty acid, and an enzyme formula to help block gluten exposure. And then we also have our other really big kind of what we call staple is our bread. You know, the number one thing people miss when they, when they try to go gluten-free is sandwich bread. Right. So we have, we've got a custom bread mix and then we've just hired a chef and our chef has made uh, bread, flatbread, rolls, cake, you know, um, what do you miss? Gyro, like we have it all. Like you can make anything from our bread mix. Our bread mix is the base and we have just basically expanded on the people's usability of that base so that they can still enjoy the things they may have missed in their diet without hurting themselves. Peter, there is a lot of rabbit holes we could dive into, but I want to be respectful of your time and on task as far as this podcast is concerned. For the docs listening and watching, we're going to drop links down below, but if you want to shout it out, I'd love to give you the opportunity to do so. Where can docs connect with you, learn more? How should they go about getting in your ecosystem? Go to glutenfreesociety.org. Take the quiz. If you want to see the inner workings of a successful business that's online, and you're trying to break into it, you have to look at other online successful businesses and really reverse engineer what what success has already done. You, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's so much that you can learn just by going there, getting on our list and, and subscribing and look at the emails, look at how they're written, look at, um, look at what's being offered, when it's being offered, look at the value that's being offered and think, how can I reverse engineer this in the thing I'm passionate about so that I can deliver more value to my customer base? That is uh, gracious and great advice. Glutenfreesociety.org. We'll be sure to drop that link down below. Everybody listening and watching, I want to encourage you to do exactly what Peter just recommended. Head over, check out what he is up to because he has a lot of fantastic things going on. We talked a lot of business today. We didn't even touch necessarily the, the patient side of this and the details around all these supplements. Maybe we'll have you back for a part two in the future. But Peter, thank you for taking time out of your day, coming on, sharing, and chatting with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. Join us again next week for another episode and leave us a review when you have a moment. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Chiropractor. The Smart Chiropractor can deliver more new patients, better retention, and more consistent reactivations to your practice without spending any money on paid advertising. Learn more and get started today at thesmartchiropractor.com.